More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Give me a break is now the excuse coming from Joe Biden. Joe Biden has done this ABC News exclusive interview. He's very upset at the fact that people are blaming him for the total humanitarian and security crisis at the border. Not only that, we have a health crisis at the border because we have so many people coming across the border and they're not being tested for COVID-19. So pretty much everything you could screw up at the border has become a screw up at the border. And we now know why so many people are coming across the border. For example, ABC News did a big report about the surge at the border. Now they say Biden's saying to migrants, hey, don't come to America, even though the ones that are coming to America, majority of them are getting into this country. And if you do get across the border, we're letting you stay here. And the Rio Grande Valley area, for example, their whistleblowers have now come out saying they've been told just release illegal immigrants into the country without even giving them a court date. That is the equivalent of me getting pulled over for speeding and the guy who pulls me over, the gal that pulls me over, the police officer says, hey, I'm really busy. I got to write a bunch of, I got to pull over a bunch of people. I don't have time to write you a ticket. So you call us later and then we'll get you a ticket and a court date. Have a great day. Goodbye. And they release me. Now, you and I know that's not going to work, right? If, if I got pulled over, if you got pulled over and a police officer said, I don't have time to write you a ticket, so call us and then we'll set a date for you to deal with this and a court date for your ticket, no one's going to show up. That's exactly what we're now doing in the Rio Grande Valley. And the reason why the Biden administration is doing this is because they know they have a surge and a crisis at the border. So the easiest way now for this crisis at the border to disappear is if you then just say, look, there's not that many people here. There's not enough people here to worry about. There's not enough people at the border that that there's no crisis. That's because you're catching and releasing them as quick as you can, for example, in the Rio Grande Valley. So you know what happens? All these illegal immigrants, all these coyotes, they all talk to each other. They all have the same news that we have. Hey, go to the Rio Grande Valley and cross over there because even if you get caught, they're not even going to hold you accountable. Even if you get caught, it's totally fine, folks, because they're going to let you go and you'll be in America and then you can disappear in America. 
And then you can probably even claim that you were here by January the 1, so we'll give you amnesty in America as the Democrats are pushing for the largest amnesty bill that we've seen in my lifetime as we speak. Ta-da! Democrats plan to bring in new voters. This is how they've decided to do it. This is how they're pulling it off. It's pretty smart, isn't it? It's a pretty brilliant move, if you ask me. But Joe Biden also has a new excuse for why there's chaos at the border. His excuse is, hey, I've only been here six weeks. Give me a break. Continue to confuse millions of Americans following this awkward interview with ABC News, telling countless viewers, give me a break. I've only been here six weeks. Can you imagine running for president? And this is what you tell people. Hey, look, it's going to take me three to six months to kind of get things under control. So don't judge me for anything that happens right at the beginning. Right. I'm just I'm new here. I'm new in the office. So much for hitting the ground running, right? So much for, hey, we're going to get things under control. So much for we're going to restore American integrity and dignity right away in America. So much for that. I guess that was also total crap that you were selling us, right? I guess that was total just BS from the Biden administration when that's what they claimed. That's what they said. That's what they told us. That's how they sold it to us. Now they're saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to calm down. Calm down, everybody. We need some. We got to we got to we got to roll back here. Relax a little bit. Can't be going crazy here, acting like we can fix things quickly. That's not how this works. Take a listen to Joe Biden in his own words saying, give me a break. I've only been here six weeks. The idea, it it almost is getting to the point where there's, you know, democracy's having a hard time functioning. By the way, you might want to pay attention to what he just said there. The idea, it's almost getting to the point where democracy is having a hard time functioning. Everybody's red flag should be like flying up in the air right now. Everybody's red flag should be like, wait a second. Did the president of the United States of America, the actual president of the United States of America, just say that democracy is having a hard time functioning? Let's analyze that a little bit. Let's let's really dive into that for a moment. What what does that mean? What what does it mean that, that our democracy is, is having a hard time functioning. Does that mean that you broke it? Does that mean that you inherited a broken system? I don't think so. Our democracy was working pretty well before you got there. So now what are, you, what are we supposed to do with the information that you just said to us? That our democracy is having a hard time functioning. Are you advocating for socialism? Are you advocating for a different type of government? Because you're obviously not advocating for democracy. If you were, if you were advocating for democracy then you wouldn't be trashing democracy, saying democracy is having a hard time working right now. And, and the scary part is what I just played for you isn't even the headline of what's happening right now. What I just played for you, not, not the big part of the story. The big part of the story is he's saying you need to chill out. I've only been in office for six weeks. You need to calm down. A hard time functioning. And so, look, I'm not saying this is going to be easy, George, but I do believe there's enough Republicans over time who are going to have, look, you, you, they haven't had that epiphany you said you were going to see in the campaign. No, no, well, I've only been here six weeks, pal. Okay, give me a break. <laughs> but there's six weeks. I think the epiphany is going to come in 20, between now and 2022. The epiphany is going to become between now and 2022. But hey, oh, by the way, I've only been in office for six weeks, so you need to give me a break. Give me a break, folks. Just give me a break. Come on. Give me a little break here. I need a little time to get settled in. Okay, how much time are you going to need? 
Anybody want to answer that question? So let's go back down to the border and what's actually happening. You want to know why everybody's coming into this country? I'll tell you exactly why. The migrants are saying it is because of, you guessed it, the President of the United States of America, Joe Biden, being elected and saying, come on in. ABC News, their report surge at the border. Biden tells immigrants not to come to U.S. The only problem is they say, no, 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 we know what he said. He told us to come. He told us that it's okay to be in this country. He told us that we need to come to America. And if we did, we were going to be open for business. ABC News with a story. Juarez, Mexico, a city racked with violence to find Ophelia and her 10-year-old son now headed back to Guatemala after being sent back to Mexico. The reason she risked everything? Biden promised that we can cross with, with minors. She said she heard that because of President Biden, she would be welcome. Yeah, Biden said, you can come. We're going to have open arms, right? We're going to be kind. We're going to love everybody. Come on in. Bring your kids. Send them with coyotes. They may get sexually assaulted on the way. They may die in the desert. But please, come on into America because this is totally fine. And joining me now is the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. Good morning, Mr. Secretary. I want to start right there. We heard the sheriff say it, the governor say it, and the migrants I spoke to say it. They are coming across because they believe they will be welcomed under the Biden administration. You said yourself three weeks ago, we're not saying don't come. We're saying don't come now. President Biden had a stronger message later. But the messages are mixed at best, Mr. Secretary. I I love this, by the way. Even ABC News is now admitting they're saying, well, you guys said don't come now. You didn't say don't come. You just said don't come now. So we have an administration that is actively telling people it's totally cool to break into America, just not at this exact moment. And you want to know why we have a surge of the border and a crisis of the border on top of the fact that we just spent $90 million of our tax dollars in the middle of a pandemic when we have high unemployment to make sure that we could make illegal immigrants comfortable in hotel rooms, the same hotel rooms we wouldn't even spend the money on when our our troops are in D.C. having to sleep on the ground in hallways of our capital in parking garages anybody want to talk about that more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame 
thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I want to get back to the Department of Homeland Security secretary and this interview that they have done now with ABC News, even ABC News admitting we have a surge of the border. You have migrants that are crossing. You guys have had mixed signals. You have a president that said, don't come to America right now. Right. Don't come to America right now. Maybe later. And then and then they're like, no, 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 don't come at all. Which one is it? I want to start right there. We heard the sheriff say it, the governor say it, and the migrants I spoke to say it. They are coming across because they believe they will be welcomed under the Biden administration. You said yourself three weeks ago, we're not saying don't come. We're saying don't come now. President Biden had a stronger message later. But the messages are mixed at best, Mr. Secretary. Martha, good morning. Uh, The message is quite clear. Do not come. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. We are expelling uh, family. Uh, by, the, by the way, how does Martha not jump in at ABC News at that exact moment when Alejandro Morcus, the Homeland Security Secretary, lies and says that the border is secure? That the border is closed. It's not secure. If it was secure, we wouldn't have an, a crisis at the border. We wouldn't have people that were catching and releasing and the Rio Grande Valley on purpose because we can't house them. We wouldn't have $90 million that we just spent on hotel rooms for illegal immigrants. You would think that ABC News would have the cojones to actually inter, in, like, intercept, like jump in there and say, well, hold on, Mr. Secretary, if this border is secure, then why did you just request $90 million and grant $90 million for hotel rooms for illegal immigrants at the border in America? Why are you catching and releasing illegal immigrants in the Rio Grande Valley area if what you're saying is true? You wouldn't be doing these things if what you're saying is actually accurate. No, no, no. But she allows the propaganda to continue to flow. She allows the propaganda to continue to just flow out because I guess it's easy. It's easy to allow this propaganda to just get out in the world and no one will challenge you when you say that there's a secure border when there's obviously not a secure border. I guess it's easy to just make crap up and to say what was just said. Because you're a Democrat and you know that Martha's not going to challenge you. There is no way a White House 
uh, secretary or a Department of Homeland Security secretary under a Republican could get away with that lie. You actually have on the on the screen crisis at the border. You just showed the crisis at the border. And then you have a Department of Homeland Security secretary stare at you in the face on national TV and say there is no crisis at the border. The border is closed, which is just a lie. Martha, good morning. Uh, the message is quite clear. Do not come. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. That's a lie. Any decent reporter would immediately jump in and go, with all due respect, Mr. Homeland Security Secretary, I just left the border because Martha went to the border. She even went to Mexico. You heard it in a report. And she would challenge that assessment immediately. With all due respect, I just left the border, sir. This is not true. What you just said is not what we're seeing on the ground. It's not what we're witnessing. It's not what is happening in Rio Grande Valley. It's not what is happening anywhere. How can you how can you have such bad information? How can you look at the American people in the eye and tell them something like this that is clearly not factually accurate? You're lying to the American people. Many people watching right now are believing that you're lying to them, Mr. Secretary. Oh, no, no, no. We got to just keep the lie up, right? Because the Democrat... We got to just let him keep making this crap up. Let's not interrupt. We are expelling uh, families. We are expelling single adults. Again, that's not true. You have a catch and release policy in the Rio Grande Valley. You could have challenged those words as well. But she doesn't because, hey, you got to keep the narrative going. Let's keep that narrative alive, folks. Just keep it going. Just allow for more crap to be made up and unchallenged even though your report showed with pictures, with video, that what he's saying is not true. Under um, the CDC's authority, under Title 42 of the United States Code, because we are in the midst of a pandemic, and that is a public health uh, imperative. We are encouraging children not to come. Now is not the time to come. Do not come. The journey is dangerous. We are building safe, orderly, and humane ways to address the needs of vulnerable children. Do not come. I, I, I know you're trying to get that message out now, but your team was also briefed by career professionals at DHS during the transition about the possibility of this crisis. You yourself say we, were, we are on pace to have one of the largest migrant surges in 20 years. Why were you not prepared for this? Martha, let me let me be clear. We have seen uh, large numbers of migration in the past. Uh, we know how to address it. We have a plan. We are executing on our plan and we will succeed. This is. I, I love it. We have a plan. We're going to move forward with our plan. Our plan is going to work. We are going to work. This is going to work. Arizona sheriff was asked about Biden's migrant crisis. His response, because he's actually down there, also just tells you exactly how much crap these guys are trying to peddle, that, that there, it's not being challenged. I mean, th th you have the Department of Homeland Security secretary on national TV just lying to you, saying we have a secure border. We don't have a secure border. If we had a secure border, this would not be happening. And this Arizona sheriff making it abundantly clear in his interview, in his conversation on Fox and Friends this morning that we do not have a secure border at all. 
You have this migrant ask why she brought child to the U.S. and ABC stunned by the answer because Joe Biden's president and we've assumed it was just totally fine to come in. Listen to this. Well, the new administration's decision to stop border wall construction has forced crews to put down tools. This kills me. And walk away in the middle of work. By the way, this is a wall we already paid for. A decision that one Arizona sheriff says left behind a roadway for smugglers. Sheriff Mark Daniels is in charge of Cochise County, which covers 83 miles of the U.S.-Mexican border. He joins us now. Sheriff, we paid for the wall to be built along with the technology and along with the roads. Now we're paying to move the wall, store the wall, or destroy destroy the wall. And guess what? The illegals, according to what you're telling us, are actually using it to get into the country. In what way? Well, good morning, Brian. It's it's a product product of politics within policing. And I've always said this: they has no business in our business, in the business of policing and what we do on this border in our communities. They, when President Biden rescinded the emergency order on the southwest border, it stopped resources and stopped construction on our border. As a result of that, uh, one area where the fence is not complete, we get five or six groups a day coming across there. Uh, it's opened up the border. It opened up the mess okay to come in this country. This administration owns this decision. And what it's doing is it's forcing us back to 2019, where we had the largest, what I call, crime scene in the country to include the, the largest humanitarian uh, situation going on. So what we're seeing is, is stills that you guys sent us. How did you get these pictures? What should everyone at home know about these pictures? These pictures come off our, our we have our own camera system that works collective with uh, the CBP. These, these pictures I'm showing you came off our camera system. And, and by the way, just so you know, what they're showing now on, on Fox is this, this Arizona sheriff showing masked men with either semi-automatic or fully automatic weapons right there on the border with Arizona, bringing and smuggling who knows what into this country, including human beings. Where you see the smuggling coming through our deserts, it's wide open right now. It's wide open. And with the uh, chaos going on the border based on these administrative decisions, and, and it just, we saw this in 2019, Brian, where 141 countries breached our southwest border in the first nine months, over 1,000 gang members, 822 assaults on agents, 800 and... Um, 271 deaths on our border. This is a crime scene, and this is what we just put together. We had it. We had right. it under control. This is frustrating, and now it's going back to 2019. It's, it's frustrating. I mean, uh, I don't want to get you into politics, but we just fired 15,000 people working in a pipeline that had zero impact on the environment, and then he went over to the border, which was working, and blew it up on pure political purposes. It made your life miserable. It made our country, put our country in greater danger. Keep in mind some of these numbers, and these numbers don't lie. Uh, border encounters in the fiscal year 2021, 71,922 in October, 72,091 in November, 73,000 in December, 78,000 in January. That's almost three 300,000. Now, look, in 2014, Vice President Joe Biden uh, said when there were 68,000 border crossing, unaccompanied minors crossing, they said it was a crisis. He called it a tragedy. That was 188 per day. Today, we're projected to have 117,000 this year. What's he going to call it then? What changed? Well, and by the way, listen to what he says. The glass, the question was asked here. What changed? What changed? Politics changed. Uh, politics changed. Ideologies changed. Uh, it, it's hypocritical, to be honest with you, Brian. 
what we've seen in the past and where we're at today. It's very hypocritical by this administration. Uh, it goes against the grain of the CDC. Uh, I would love to hear Dr. Fauci, who nobody is talking about what's going on the southwest border when it comes to the health pandemic in this country. They are not testing them. Uh, they're being released without being tested into communities. And then you look at the public safety aspect of this. Uh, it's upsetting. It's almost like we're not part of this country, which is very upsetting. It's almost like we're not part of this country. That's coming from a sheriff who's saying the border is, is a total crisis and it's almost like we're not a part of this country. As Joe Biden sits silent and just is like, oh, it is what it is. I might go to the border. I'll go there at some point. And if that's not a good enough response from you, hey, I've only been in office for six weeks. So come on, man. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It's not like I just, it's not like I've been here a year. Vote for Joe Biden for president. Eventually, he'll figure out how to do the job. Oh, and democracy is the real problem here. Yes, remember, democracy, it's almost like democracy's not working, so maybe we need to try something else. It, it almost is getting to the point where there's, you know, democracy's having a hard time functioning. A hard time functioning. And so, look, I'm not saying this is going to be easy, George, but I do believe there's enough Republicans over time who are going to have, look, 
you, you, they haven't had that epiphany you said you were going to see in the campaign. No, no, well, I've only been here six weeks, pal. Okay, give me a break. <laughs> been here six weeks. I think the epiphany is going to come in 20, between now and 2022. Now, the epiphany's coming, folks, he promises. That epiphany is, is going to show up eventually. We just got to wait for it to happen. <laughs> just wait for it. It'll 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 happen. But but democracy is the real issue here. And I and look, I've just been in office for six weeks. Come on, man. We now have these photos that have been released of the border facilities, the same border facilities that the left and the media covered twenty four seven. That AOC went down there and cried at the border fence. Where's AOC? Can anyone answer me that question? You want to know how much of a hack and a fraud she is? She went down there, cried at the border fences for a photo op because she said there's kids in cages and that the this is a humanitarian crisis. This is a national crisis. Now we've got Office of Congressman Henry uh, Kohler, Democrat, or Texas 28, who has released pictures as well. It's a disaster at the border. A disaster that is nothing like what Donald Trump dealt with. And these border facilities are there. They're filled with kids. Filled with kids to the, I I mean, left and right. These pictures look like people are being held hostage, thrown in cages, kids in cages. Let's, Let's just call it what the Democrats called it. It's happening at the border. We have the pictures to show what's happening at the border. I mean, you've got eight pods with eight cells in each facility. And any given moment, there's an average of 3,000 people in custody here. Illegal immigrants are separated by age or physical size, depending on the room they go into. Come on, AOC, get down the border and start crying. You need to hurry up and get down there and start crying. It's time. It's time. Where's CNN? Where are they at the border with their wall-to-wall coverage, no pun intended? Where is CNN telling you that this is a humanitarian crisis, this is some sort of massive failure of government? What I do know is they're sending your money to illegal immigrants, and what I do know is we're giving them hotel rooms more than we did for our men and women in uniform at the Capitol. But democracy isn't functioning. Maybe we should go in a different direction, Biden implies. We'll figure it out eventually, right? Hey, I I just got on the job, folks. I've only been here six weeks. You need to chill out. If you voted for Joe Biden, congratulations. This is what you did. This is 100% on you. This is squarely on you. I warned you. So many others warned you. You said we didn't want a secure border. Now you got an open border. Now it's crisis. Now it's chaos. Now it's armed men coming across the border with machine guns, drugs flowing across, human trafficking coming across, total anarchy. Now we got to spend $90 million on hotel rooms. We're catching and releasing people, not giving COVID tests to any of these people. This is not just a health crisis, a humanitarian crisis. It's everything, all intertwined into one thing. This This is all of it. Governor Abbott, he's the one, I go back to what he said. Governor Abbott down in Texas made it clear this is a problem and said it days ago. This, pay attention. Look what's going on. Look what's happening. We have a humanitarian crisis, total crisis at the border. This is nutty. We've known this is a crisis. Uh, what I learned in just the past hour shows that we are now dealing with a humanitarian disaster. 
I need to talk to you about two of the three locations where migrants are being held in Texas. As you know about the Dallas location, but mm -hmm. in addition to the Dallas location, there's the location in Carrizo Springs, which is in South Texas, as well as in Midland. What we learned in Midland just in the past hour uh, is two things. One is they have no proven clean running water at the location. They were using well water that the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality has informed the federal government has not been proven to be safe. There's no telling what could be in there, including the possibility of arsenic. So the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality is evaluating the water, uh, the running water. So there is no viable, usable running water at the location in Midland. And then on top of that, more than 10 percent of the migrants at the Midland location have now tested positive for COVID-19. In addition to that, you mentioned the Carrizo Springs location. We also learned within the past hour that more than 10 percent of the migrant population at that location has tested positive for COVID-19. So know this, and that is anytime we're dealing with the massive amount of influx of people coming across the border, that would be a humanitarian crisis and a big challenge. Now knowing the magnitude of the spread of COVID in these areas, this is occurring during the course of a pandemic and it's endangering lives as we speak. Endangering lives as we speak. Spot on. But this is the Democrats' goal. Get them into this country as fast as they can. I'm talking about illegals. Give them the right to vote as fast as we can. And then we'll win elections. It doesn't matter what happens in this country. It doesn't matter. Just get them in here quickly, as fast as we can. Ready? Hell, even former Democrat, my guy that wanted to be president, Harold Ford Jr., was on Fox News Channel responding to what Donald Trump said over the weekend. And this is what he had to say on Fox. Former President Trump now weighing in on the crisis at the border and the Biden administration scrambled to keep up with the migrant surge, issuing a statement that reads in part, in the span of just a few weeks, the Biden administration has turned a national triumph into a national disaster. They are in way over their heads and taking on water fast. Joining me now, Charlie Hurt, opinion editor at The Washington Times, and Harold Ford, Jr., former Tennessee congressman. Great to have you both. Harold, I noticed that uh, yesterday, um, I believe, or, or over the weekend, the, the White House convened a conference call with Democrats, uh, leading Democrats across the country, to talk about the strategy to deal with, one, the politics and the communications of the issue, but what about the policy of the issue? So thanks for having me on. I, I think you're right. I think a reliance more on reaction and not allowing the press access our, our mistakes. I will say that I give them credit, however, for uh, two things. One, recognizing that we have to treat the 80% of people who are coming to the border with a different kind of policy and strategy, that being children. And I've said on this show before, I think a great greater set of thought has to be given to, a more serious set of thought has to be given to uh, what we do in terms of some sort of targeted developmental economic aid to that region of the world, which is in our own hemisphere. Uh, we can continue to try to score political points. This helped President Trump, former President Trump, four years ago when he ran, and it helps Democrats every two to four years. If that's what we want, then we should expect what we're getting at the border now. If we're serious about it, then a broader, more comprehensive set of ideas and solutions need to be applied to the border, starting with starting with securing our border. Even Democrats understand just how terrible the situation is and also politically how bad this is. You know, Donald Trump saying Biden to blame for the disaster of the border. We had, went from a secure border 
to a totally insecure border, unsecure border. He's right. But this was done on purpose to bring in new voters. Make no mistake now. They're bringing these people in so they can vote for the Democratic Party. They don't care what it costs us in this country financially. They don't care how many jobs that Americans lose. They don't care what it does to undercutting wages. They just need new voters. And they're going to keep doing this no matter what. All right, quick reminder, you can go backwards in our podcast at any point and grab some of our other episodes where we talk about some of these other issues, the border crisis, including illegal drugs coming across. Uh, We dealt with drugs and cartel issues and the finances of that earlier. Uh, So make sure you go backwards in our podcast and please share our podcast. Tell your family and friends about our podcast. As Facebook has shut us down, we want to make sure that you guys know that without you telling your family and friends about our podcast, people will not find it. So please, please, please tell your family and friends about our podcast. I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.